Welcome to Bertrand's podcast. Cool Korea. Men's fashion. Supermodels. Style. Dive in the world of high fashion. Hi, you guys. I haven't talked to you in a while, so I wanted to uh, update all of you about what's going on with me and, you know, recently what I've been doing and, you know, everything related to fashion and my life and all of that. All right. So first of all, I would like to answer a few of you that actually ask me why and how I actually make the castings for the magazine. Um, for me, it's all about smart casting. And when I say smart casting, it's um, when I specifically look for a look like a profile or a certain height or a certain age or someone whose personality would be a type A kind of personality. You know, I know some people are very soft-spoken and they can't really express themselves in a way that um, is very relatable to people and they're very shy and they don't really... Um, you're not very outrageous and out there, you know. But somehow I believe when you're in the public eye or when you're, you know, an artist or an actor, a musician, a model or an entertainer, you have to sort of get the attention of people. You have to be exciting. You have to, you know, be out there. And that's something that I really um, look up to. So whenever I have an interview with any model or when I'm, doing go-sees um, at modeling agencies or when I'm sort of doing the casting in the streets uh, in my own way, you know, just, you know, being with friends and then looking up some some people in the street. I'm really looking for that um, that specific look, you know, that sort of confident, special um, personality that you really want to uh, get to know. So I know it's not easy for everybody uh, to sort of show everything that you've got on the first day, but it is um, something that I have in my mind always. So yeah, the personality is a big, big aspect of me doing the castings. And then also is the passion for modeling. I've been talking about this for like years. There is a difference between wanting to model and wanting to be a model um not everybody can do the job and that's something that i always uh want to insist on it's not because you have a certain look that because you have a certain height or that you fit in the age bracket that you can totally model your ass off and it it's not that um that real Sometimes I see people, and I've done this for years, so I, I know what I'm talking about, that I see them in castings and I think, oh gosh, they look very handsome or they have a certain, um, I don't know, specific thing about themselves that I find very attractive. It could be their eyes, it could be the way they, they hold their hands, or it could be anything. But then um, when you have them on sets and when you have them pose in front of the camera, they don't express anything. They don't really give you, you know, that drama, that sort of, you know, oomph. That's something that you really want to see when you're a photographer or a magazine editor. And um, to me, when I'm working with these people, it's like I'm losing interest. Because you can be very beautiful on the outside, but if you're not bringing, you know something else then it's it's not a, a fantastic shoot and it's all about being bookable again and again and again so someone can be very 
gorgeous, you know, in the street or in photos on their Instagram. And then I see them in interviews and I think, okay, I'm going to take a chance and I'm going to do a photo with you. But then I'm, I'm working on the set and I don't see the passion. And you, you may look like a model, but you're not modeling. That's something that I have also with many of the models that I coach and that I helped and that I've discovered. Maybe they have the aspiration and they want to do the job fine and they really want to be successful and they love fashion and they love clothes and they know about the modeling industry. But then if you're not bringing the goods on the set on that day, it's not worth anything, literally. I mean... You know, I've I've worked so many years now where when I was a model or when I see the models today and a lot of them, they can model, but they're not modeling. You know, they have the height, they have the body, they have this this specific features that we like, you know, uh, extreme bigger eyes or voluptuous lips or, you know, strong nose or like uh, cheekbones, very marked and refined or long uh, legs and fingers or uh, long uh, strong torso and but then when you see them on the set they're not they don't really know how to pose they don't know and it's not about the lack of experience it's the lack of passion and and the you know that special thing that some people have and some people don't so for me it's all about personality smart casting and passion but as well as skills and i've really insisted uh in the last recent years about the skills for me it's all the knowledge that i've acquired all of those these years when i was modeling myself or when i decided to become a photographer and started to also work with amazing people, you know, makeup artists, stylists, hairdressers, photographers, and people who formed me and helped me along the way. But then it's also about what I bring to the table and what I like and how I see the world of fashion through my eyes. So um, I, I also feel that sometimes, even though I may explain how I lived my fashion, you know, small career and how I also went on go sees and doing a lot of castings and you know being rejected as well because it's it, I think it's also something important like a lot of models think it's very easy and that it's always you know it's a it, they only see the glamorous side but then no matter how much I tell them about how much they have to experience and how much they have to work out at the gym and, you know, take care of the food and take care of their skin and practice in front of the mirror, very, very little, um, very few of them actually do this and follow these advice. And um, it's sad. And the skills, um, for me, it's it's hugely important. Like I always try to teach them. It's like I take a few minutes after and before every single shoot. And before we change the outfit, I tell them, okay, look at the poses, look at the flow. And this is the flow that I'm showing them, okay? First pose here, first pose there, and look at the legs and, you know, pose, put your head like this and stronger eyes and mark your jaw and, um, you know, use your hands, use your fingers and bring the clothing alive and it's it's difficult because sometimes you may show them and you may explain to them and if they don't feel it inside they don't they haven't seen enough photos they don't have enough knowledge of fashion then they're not going to understand um i remember having a 
a photographer friend um, from the US and New York. And when we were talking on Skype, he was always telling me that he was frustrated because he was trying to tell the models he was working with that it was important for them to come with a set of skills. And you can't come to a shoot thinking and hoping that the photographer is going to do everything and relax and relay on the styling and hair and makeup because those are compliments. But the model himself or herself, they have to um, be special. It's about, you know, it's like a sport. You have to see in front of the mirror. You have to get as much knowledge as possible. And the references that we're going to give you on the set that day, those are the references you're going to need for your whole career. You know, if I say to a model, oh, remember that um, Richard Avedon type of looks? Okay, so this is a jumping shot that I'm expecting. Oh, do this kind of ID cover magazine thing. Oh, so you have to blink your eyes. You have to do like an eye blink or, you know, a special like open your mouth and crazy type of face. And oh, let's do more of a of a Vogue uh, relaxed type of of pose so they know they're going to have to be more elegant and classy and not crazy and strong and fierce. Um, And those references... They really need them. So it's about experiencing fashion, but learning about it as well. I know that the most successful model models ever, they do have a lot of knowledge. They know who are the biggest photographers in the world. They know who are the biggest and top fashion magazines. They know about designers. And they also know the names and careers of some of the uh, makeup artists and hairdressers of our industry, Julianne Dees and Pat McGrath and all of them, you know, and you need to have that knowledge and shows your passion and your interest because most most of these people these days, a lot of the kids of the new generation, they want to be influencers, they want to be uh, bloggers and YouTubers and whatever, but they don't want to learn. They just want to be, you know, in front of the camera they just want to use their physical shelf and sort of, you know, use their beauty, but not bringing anything else. So that's why at the end of the day, all the photos, all the poses, they look exactly the same. And even the photographers they work with are also using the same Instagram filters. And to me, those photos are ridiculous because they're not personable and they're not special. And it's just, you know, photos that anybody can do these days with a phone and Photoshop. And what I'm trying to do as more like me and the other fashion photographers in in today's world is to bring something special. You don't want to just do another Instagram photo where the model shows their sneakers or, you know, they're at the beach and smiling or eating a fruit and having, I don't know, um, supposedly the, the time of their life. Um, but it's it's fake. It's not real. And having the same hairstyle for the guys, the same hairstyle with the girls and the same makeup and posing almost in the exact same way in front of the same house, you know, being at the supermarket, eating cereals, being uh, in the street, looking very mysterious and thinking, oh, how is the world going to be looking like in 50 years? No, you're just sitting on the floor in the fucking dirty street, hoping to have a fantastic photo without bringing the knowledge of fashion and a strong pose and a glamorous, you know, side. But anyway, um, I mean, everybody knows how much I uh, dislike and disregard the 
new vibe of Instagrammers, YouTubers, and all of that shit. But anyway, um, coming back to the fashion industry. Um, so yeah, if I resume what I said, for me, a model today needs to have a good personality. And a good personality is not that easy to find, let me tell you. A lot of those people, they've... I mean, we've, we commented this with many of my friends who are photographers and... They also have the same experience as I do. They have guys who come on the sets and they think because they look a certain way and they have a lot of followers or they buy a lot of followers on Instagram that they are top model ready. And I'm saying, no, you're not a professional model. You just started. You haven't even booked a job. You haven't got a paid job. You know, appearing in a magazine, doing an editorial and doing a lookbook doesn't make you a professional model. A professional model works with agencies. They book a lot of jobs. They travel internationally. They book magazine covers. And that's why they're becoming top models because they're not one of those models, you know, among the huge oceans of models in the world. So the personality is very key because if you're not humble at the very beginning, then people believe, oh, this is just another brat, arrogant, stupid kid who just wants to be famous for just being famous. And that doesn't bring anything for us. You know, we also, even though it sounds a bit, uh, I don't know, uh, strange, but <laughs> we do look for, when we are in the modeling industry, for people who also are real. We are not just looking for uh, gorgeous people who have nothing in their heads. It's very interesting for us when we work on a set many different uh, weekends or even sometimes uh, two or three days when we do huge shoots uh, that we work with people who are very nice and that we enjoy to be around. So personality is very important. A lot of the people today, they lack this kind of nice vibe type of you know personality and we need that. So personality is key and then we have the knowledge of fashion and the skills of being a model, meaning that you have to look at other models' jobs before becoming uh, very good yourself. You know, I, I remember watching thousands of videos of the supermodels from the 80s and 90s and being so inspired by how they pose and how much class and elegance those people have. It was fantastic, you know, you could see them working with Herb Ribs and um, Patrick de Marchelier and Avedon and Irving Penn and um, all those huge photographers from the past century. Um, it was amazing, you know, and they were also appearing in amazing glamorous editorial stories in Vogue and GQ and Harper's Bazaar and Elle, Marie Claire. Uh, all those top magazines and the editors at the time also were very well known because the whole industry was revolving around them, not around actors and actresses and entertainers like today. And so for me, anytime I reference my work to those um, supermodels, I, I don't know, I find this kind of connection with who I am. I love this kind of special... Um, let, let me tell you something. For me, photography is like, it's a passion of mine, but it's not who I am. But when I'm making a photo, I'm trying to find a, a side of myself inside that photo. I remember um, Tony Goodman, she said to Mario Testino uh, many years ago that whenever you work with a supermodel or someone who is very famous, 
if you want the photo to be your photo, you have to inject something of you inside that photo. You have to uh, bring your signature because those people, unless you do something special with them, the photo is going to be theirs. It's not going to be, you know, your photo. So whether you want to make a special jump or a different outfit or you ask them a specific emotion, um, yeah, it's going to be different. Um, so when I see the photos of Lina Evangelista, um, Christy Tullington, Naomi Campbell, Cindy Crawford, Tatiana Paddis, um, Stephanie Seymour, uh, Tiff Tyra Banks, Kate Moss, Heidi Klum, Giselle Bunchen, uh, Carmen Del Refice, uh, all those huge stars of the fashion industry, um, they do have a specific way of posing. And you see them. You see that there's magic when they're posed. They bring all the angles that I love, um, you know, the negative spaces with their arms and their legs. And you see their, their incredible height, which um, make me think about the Greek era where men and women... At the time, the model was um, to look like a Greek god. So I love that. And it, it sort of, it makes me excited because I, I see this and I say, oh, this is my type of aesthetic. You know, I recognize the style. I like tall, long, strong, powerful people. And that's also a side of me that I reflect because I'm also tall and I'm also, I would say, driven in life. And I have a very powerful approach to anything I do, whether it's teaching languages or when I was modeling or when I'm taking photos nowadays or when I'm editing a magazine. Everything I do is sort of reflected in my photos. And even in the magazine, you know, when I um, write my, my editor's letter, there's always many things about my life that I'm maybe not talking to my friends or family about, but they can definitely read in, um, in my letter. So every month I sort of share a part of myself and I sort of, I try to make people discover my world, you know. We are all special and that's that's another thing. I always say to my friends, it's not because I'm not going to read every photo caption on Instagram or it's not because I'm not going to read your stories that I don't think about you, you know. I have some friends that live here very far away from where I live now in Spain. They live in many different countries and I really like to hear from them. And I love when they, they you know, when we talk and when we call on the phone or we just send a lot of audio messages via um, WhatsApp. I love that because it's it's connecting with people. I'm not someone who is going to, I don't know, uh, send just one message one day and then not say anything for, you know, the whole year and then come back. And so to me, that's something that makes me um, angry at times because for me, the the world and this life is unique and we only have one. And you have to make sure that you enjoy your life and you take advantage of, of this one-of-a-lifetime opportunity, really. And enjoy yourself, you know. So for me, when I'm enjoying myself is because I'm with the people that I like and the people that I have fun with, whether it's, you know, going to restaurants or going to the movies or, you know, talking in, about your life in the street or, you know, having long conversations on the phone about your job or what makes you upset or what made you happy that day. Um, 
yeah, so all those things, I sort of try to gather my thoughts in, in my editor's letter uh, in Cool Korea magazine every month. But besides that, I also like the fact that the photography for me is like a support. So let's say I was very angry one day or very passionate about a certain subject. In a way, I'm going to transmit that and reflect that in a photo shoot. And I'm going to choose, you know, a specific model that I think um, reminds me of that emotion. And the poses will be um, extravagant and in your face and, and strong. And at the end, when I'm going to retouch the photos, I'm not going to retouch the photos around the fact that the model looks good. I'm going to retouch the photos around the theme or the idea. And if the theme was passion, then I'm going to look for the most passionate poses. I try to, um, you know, over these years, to teach the people that I work with, whether it's a model or an editor in a different country or a makeup artist or a hairdresser, not because I think I know everything, because I don't, but I, I want to share this um, advice and way of thinking, which is the best photos are not the most beautiful photos. A photo is just um, a reflection of something. It's, it's an interpretation of life. It's a recreation of a specific moment in time that you're not going to be able to recreate unless you are in that mood with that person, in that place, with this specific team. So when I'm choosing the best photos of a, of a photo shoot and I'm retouching them, I really look for the interesting poses, the interesting facial expressions, the beautiful um, melody in a way that you sort of can extract from that photo. And does the people who, does the person who works in the photo and who is there bring something special or is it just a boring kind of beautiful guy in a boring suit, you know? Um, so yeah, so sometimes when, I make those interviews. I mean, recently, for example, I've done five models interviews uh, in the past two weeks. And when I'm explaining to them um, why I like this photo or that one, and they don't necessarily understand, but I want to see in their eyes that they want to try to understand. Because otherwise, it's like I'm losing my time, you know. I, I always say I've... I had a career, no matter how small or how short or how cool or how funny it was, but it, it was and it happened and I liked it. And so when I'm sort of passing the torch and, you know, helping the new generation, it's difficult to see that most of them either don't want to have the knowledge or they don't have the patience or they of for some of them, quite arrogant and not humble or down to earth. And at the same time, I like to see this freshness, this attitude towards the job where they're going to do anything because they, they don't know. And so as a photographer, it's interesting because you can mold them better. You can help them understand why this pose works better than this one. And then when you see the photos and some of them, don't really understand why you chose to retouch that photo, but it's fine because you have to explain and say, you know what, I chose this photo where we can see your um, your jawline on your face or because your pose here with your hand makes it special. Otherwise, I would have chosen this photo where your uh, arms and legs are 
well, together, almost tied, in front of this white background, and the photo doesn't say anything. And some of them, with the time and with sort of the coaching that I'm doing with them, they understand, and that makes me proud, because I'm like, oh, great, now I do see this light in their eyes, you know? So it's um, it's a cool thing. And uh, for me, um, why I continue... Um, you know, helping those people and why I continue to work in fashion. It's because it's it's part of me, you know, I don't choose this. I mean, I think modeling chose me when I when I started because I could have just said, no, I just do a photo shoot quick and I stop. But then, you know, other photographers liked my look and then I found the interest, the industry quite interesting and I thought, well, this could be, you know, something for my life. And I'm very glad it happened because... I think anybody can actually work in those creative fields, whether you want to be a painter or a singer or an actor or any type of entertainment. And fashion is interesting and it's fun and you can be very creative. And that's why I decided to, to choose this path. So I also wanted to give you updates about my life. Um, so this year I returned to work as a French institute in Madrid and I love this job. Like I really, really love this job. I think this is my life calling, if you will. Um, teaching is, it's everything I love, you know, it's helping others to be their best versions and to truly strive to get somewhere. So when I see those kids who are struggling with the language or they're not really confident about themselves or even last week actually one of the kids that I have in my class uh, started to uh, cry poor little angel so I sort of talked to him and I tried to help him and he was just having a bad day and you know the lesson in French uh, that week was a bit tough and you know he was only six years old so um, but to the fact that I actually um, I'm teaching two different classes, whether it's in high school or whether it's uh, very young kids or university or companies. I love this kind of um, range of students. And also because the range is different, the age brackets are also different. And um, it makes the job more interesting. You know, it's not boring or it's not with the same people or you're not using the same book and you're not using the same uh, classes. And teaching for me is giving back because I had this chance to live an amazing life and, you know, being healthy and living in the Occidental Western modern world. Um, we do have access to a lot, like a lot. So when I see those people, um, those young, you know, teenagers or young kids or even young adults who haven't had the chance to travel or haven't had the chance to learn languages, to learn about the culture. It's it's amazing for me because I'm sort of, I'm in the position of giving them that access. And it's about showing them their skills. It's about helping them to progress. It's also about showing them how much they can do and how important it is to speak languages and how many doors this can have open for me it opened a lot of doors i was able to model because of that i was able to meet a lot of friends because of languages my jobs all my jobs in my life were also connected to languages so i think it's a fantastic way of learning about who you are and about the world and that's why i love languages 
Um, this year I also took back swimming, um, but I had to stop again this week because there was so much job uh, and so much to do. Um, but I, yeah, I, I took back this uh, sport of mine and I love it. You know, you feel so much better when you are, you know, in contact with yourself and when you practice something that you love. Um, I haven't had the chance yet to go back to running Korean because, um, I mean, the magazine takes a lot of time and I'm working a lot as well because my schedule, my work schedule is kind of tough. Um, but I'm also working on a secret project that I can't really talk about. I know I've already teased you guys uh, in the last episode of the podcast, but I can't really tell you much. Just so you know, yesterday I finished the introduction video and it's going to be amazing. I, I'm really, really excited. Uh, but anyway, uh, so yeah, this 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 year I think is going to be a fantastic year. I mean, last year was amazing and I feel now that I really hit, um, you know, my peak in, in life where I'm very happy with my life. I'm in a good shape. I'm, you know, healthy and you know, I'm just, I'm smiling and I'm just, I'm just having a good life and, you know, living my passion, living in fashion and um, helping others and making the magazine as, as good as I can is also one of my priorities. So I hope you also having a great life and you're enjoying your weekend and I will see you next time. <laughs> Bye, you guys. XOXO, that's wrong.